Holy smokes, we're live, we're live, we're live, we're live. What a setup, by the way. Have a chew on yeah. that, shall Only on camera. <laughs> By the way, guys, you good? As you can see, we want to welcome the legend Gabe Marzano to the poddy. First guest of the year. Kick on Mars. Thanks for having me, guys. I also want to welcome producer Rhino. Kick on Rhino. <laughs> uh, guys, Kick on Tony. Go on. As you can see, each week we've had a technical problem. We're hoping that everything goes smooth sailing. Especially as we've got our first guest. Oh, the comment section's up. We've got it. <laughs> Jasper, you're banned from the comment section. Anyway, um, let's get into it. We will definitely, oh, if there's any interesting questions come up there, Gabe, we will interact with the viewers as well. Um, but listen, we want to thank you so much for coming on our podcast today. Um, we're growing. Each day we're growing. It's getting bigger and bigger. And we want to be getting interesting people on our podcast and your name was definitely thrown in the hat because you are top of the list Kevin. top of the list Mars. you know you you come with bags of stories experience so we are really gonna ask you a thousand questions pretty much today awesome yeah. jules and shane we're, we're here as normal yeah uh, but i'm so glad we got rhino over there this time doing everything so rhino you can maybe tell us if any good questions come up we've also got kai in the room so big shout out to kai hey guys. Hey. chilling <laughs> She's made it. That's the, the first live audience. We got one. In the, we got one in the crowd, but it's good. <laughs> <laughs> made herself at home on the uh, beanbag shaz. Yeah. Just get. Just get FIFA on, Kai. You're good to go. <laughs> um, anyway, Gabe. Like, like I said before, welcome, and uh, we like to have a little bit of banter on the poddies as well, Gabe. You know. Wouldn't expect anything less. Um, I guess I'm gonna now go over to Hop. Yep. Which is. Head of podcast Shane Murray, who's going to kick off the uh, podcast today. Yeah, Shall so just for um, the viewers and obviously the listeners, Gabe, can you just tell um, everybody a little bit about yourself and stuff, and me as well? I was saying to the boys, and um, like, where where did you grow up? And obviously, I met you through coaching. And yep. um, so, could you just give us a bit of bit of info, yeah, yeah about totally. yeah. the legend that is Gabe Marzano? Yeah. Do you want me to do you want me to put subtitles on Gabe or did you understand that? This is the third episode now, the same banter, same banter. <laughs> Sorry, go on Gabe, yeah. I'm interested. <laughs> Tell us a bit about yourself, Gabe. Yeah, so I uh, know the boys pretty well at Journal 101, so I coached for a few months back a couple of years ago, which was great. Um, I actually discovered Journal One through Instagram, which uh, it's just an awesome tool to discover any kind of um, you know, anyone these days and I'm really appalled you your growth as well in that domain. It's been amazing to see you guys grow from day one. I Thank you. I came on board maybe in like year, I don't know, two or three since you started? I don't know. I can't remember, Jules. So We've been going for like five years yeah. now, so maybe the third year. Yeah. It was what, last, the year before last, right? Last year. Was it last year or the year before? No, I think it was the year before that. Yeah, it was about two years, I reckon. Three yeah. years ago, I think. Three years ago? Okay. I had my first session wow. with Yuli, so a while ago. So it's really cool. Wow, yeah. Time flies, huh? Yeah, totally. Um, but a little bit of my background, so I'm actually originally from North Queensland, up in Townsville, that's where I grew up. I was born over in Perth, Western Australia. Interestingly, played my first pro season, W League, over in Perth, because that's where my family is, so it was really cool to be over there for six months playing. Uh, I played three seasons of W League for Perth Glory, Brisbane Roar and Sydney FC, which is amazing. We're going to get back into the league this year, which is uh, <laughs> not common knowledge, but uh, it's Love it. pretty good. Love it. Um, and then I also have a pretty unique background in the Australian Army as a full-time combat engineering officer. Yeah, I love that. diver, SSBA diver, which was pretty fun. And I've been working in technology for the last year, so 
yeah, a lot of experience I can draw from, some stories <laughs> I can tell, I'm sure. But yeah, I love football, so um, that's how I know these guys. I'm stoked to be on the podcast today. So thanks for having me, Hot. Nah, gosh, love it, love it, Mars. Jeez, just a lot of experience there. What would you put as your favourite? That's the one question for me. Is football your favourite? What? Yeah, I, I love playing football. When did yeah. you start playing football? Started playing when I was five. Okay, so, so. twenty-seven now. So uh, yeah, twenty-two years playing yeah. football. It's pretty cool. And still, still want to play at a competitive level. I think for at least another three years. And um, in terms of fitness and health and all that, um, definitely have a pretty good biological age at the moment. So can probably go competitively for another few years. It's hard to let it go. Huh? It's hard to let it go. Super hard to let it go. Because yeah. I know yeah. me and Lee this year didn't play. And yeah, didn't, yeah. The first time, right? first time in my my life, yeah, I didn't life. play pretty yeah. much. And like I was saying to Lino today, I went to watch a boys' grand final. As much as I want to be there to support, it kills me that I'm not playing. You know? Yeah, and to be watching. Um, but it was the right decision for me. The business was massively growing, and I was obviously I'm little me and now, so yeah. it was just hard to fit in football. But I'm, we're hundred percent playing next year. Yeah. Same with you, huh? Yeah, that's what I was like when she was saying. It just reminds me that it's just been so hard to let it go. Yeah, for sure. Like, there was a period where I was like, oh, you know what? I don't miss it. I'll be okay. But now I'm like, yeah. I have to play. Yeah. And I think for me, with the W League season fast approaching at the moment, I kind of was in the last month in two minds about it, just because of the career and all this kind of mm. thing. But I just know if I don't play, I'm just going to have mad FOMO on the sidelines. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, I'm still fit and young and <clears throat> relatively young and can play probably competitively for at least another five years with where the W League's at. You know, the pro competition, semi-pro competition here in Australia, there's no reason I can't. And I think if I project my life out to 80, 90 years old, which I commonly tend to do when I try and make big decisions in my life, if I look back and I don't play, I think I'll regret it. So it's really the year to get back into it for me. And That's it. Because, yeah. yeah. like, as, in, as a footballer, you only have a certain window that you can play. Yeah. And a lot of other things, like, that obviously you do on the side, you can do them when the boots are actually hung up. But that's what I said to you, Lee. I said, yeah. You've only got another few years left, so... Yeah. Probably, got, probably got one year left. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still the best technical player on this table. Okay. Goes always me... The, always the same three, four lines. It goes me, Shane, Shane Jules. Titles, I'm the best technical player. It goes me, Shane Jules. Actually, me, Gabe. <laughs> me, Gabe, <laughs> Shane, and then Jules. Jules, bottom of the pile. Okay. Ah, only messing, only messing. Uh, Mars, I just want to speak to you about the W League, actually. Yeah. Um, that's massively growing, huh? It's it should be further ahead than what it is in my yeah. opinion, but it is growing. Yeah. I think this brings us to like what I wanted to ask you about, which is something new that I know you and Kai have started. Yeah. Um, which obviously is a good chance for you to tell us about it, because I actually been really interested to know the ins and outs of uh, the best creative. Is that rea- Is that right? Yeah. That's, so, that's right, yeah. I'm I'm interested to know like what 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 that is, what 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 it entails. Um, and where you're looking to take it, basically. Yeah, for sure. So just to like briefly uh, set the context and the background for people that might not be familiar with the football landscape in Australia, but the women's game in particular, I was saying to Jules beforehand, you know, this will be the 11th season now, and we've not seen too much progress in terms of year one versus year 11. <laughs> but with the Australian sporting landscape, with the introduction of things like the AFLW, the NRL, all these other codes in Australia where um, female athletes are starting to come to the surface and have a really fruitful career. As a professional athlete, um, we not only risk losing talent from the W League or from football to other codes, but it's really about time that women's sport starts to actually progress now and people can become full-time athletes because it's not there yet. So what um, Kayla and I have created at The Best Creative is 
fundamentally a hybrid creative agency and sports agency with a full sponsorship or partnership ecosystem. So it fundamentally means that we can onboard athletes uh, into the brand. We've gone out and gotten partners who sponsor the brand but in turn sponsor the athletes. So instead of just being having individual sponsors, you have an ecosystem of sponsors, which is really cool. And the purpose of that is to uh, is to really make the athlete's life easier and, and more cost effective because a lot of athletes, let's take a W League athlete for example, they'll enter the season and they're looked after in terms of physio, nutrition coaches, strength and conditioning coaches, they might have sponsors, all that kind of thing. But then as soon as their season ends, they've got uh, you know, six, seven months of the year where they actually aren't looked, up, looked after for physios, nutrition, and that kind of thing. So uh, the, the whole purpose is to provide that innate support to the female athlete so that they can continue their life as an athlete through the, through the off-season as well. Um, and then we've built out a creative agency under us, so, which is like, you know, a whole team of skilled professionals, whether they're graphic designers. Interestingly enough, um, the Sydney FC graphic designer basically freelances for us, so he's a good mate of mine. So Joe? Pardon? Is it Joe? No, Amos. He's a creative director there. Okay. Um, so he's awesome. And then uh, we've got a few other guys, like lead content creators, people with awesome Photoshop skills, graphic designers, videographers, all that kind of stuff, um, which provides like an inherent capability to the brand, but it just demonstrates the purpose of, of the entity, which is to, the vision is really to create a social, economic, um, you know, and, and global impact and to help female athletes become full-time professionals. Mm. And we've built out a model to demonstrate to people like the governing bodies that this is the solution to the problem. So it's just always sick of reading about the problem and never reading about the solution. And there's all these pay debates out there, there's all these gender equality debates out there, and it's just like, who's doing something about it? Why isn't the leadership in the governing bodies doing something about it? So we thought we would, we would launch the model and show how it works. And I believe that if you get the media model right, you get the sponsorship model right, and this, uh, it's a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy with all three p pillars. You can actually start to demonstrate how you start to perpetuate reinvestment back into the women's game, and therefore it makes the life of the individual athlete a lot more sustainable in the long term. Right. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, from my personal experience, obviously doing one-on-one -on -one training for the past five years, yeah. and the boys can vouch for me on this one. Women, the the women that we work with work so hard. Mm. Like they they, in in some cases they actually are easier to work with and they work extremely hard and I, I feel like they deserve it. Um, and some of the talent that we do work, the young females, incredible. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm, all, I'm all about that. I do feel like it should be the same as the men's, but I also feel like it, it doesn't get the publicity that it deserves because I, I, I enjoy watching the W League um, and... Obviously, the you know you mentioned like that the, the the six seven months where they don't play. Well, the better players normally go to America. Yeah, so like national team players. Yeah, they all they pretty much don't stop. Like so, yeah. someone like Alana Kennedy, who's a massive supporter of John One on One, she when I speak to her, she's like, oh, we don't stop. Yeah, you know they they play around. W League and then fly yeah. to America, and but yeah. obviously there's a big boat of players that do stop. Yeah. So yeah. Well, they or they come back and play in the local competition, and depending mm. on the player, if you look at the national team players, they will play overseas. You've got the next kind of tier, which might play locally in the, in the MPL level, that kind of thing. Well, then you've got the girls underneath that, all the young aspiring athletes. So everyone does play all year round, and I think what's key is just making sure that the athlete is supported. Because if you if you're a national team player or or a W League grade player and you're playing in that competition, and then what and then if you play in the MPL here in Australia, for example. You don't get that same services as you would in the in the pro league. So yeah. that, that's really the whole point of it. And do you currently have 
any athletes as part of of your company? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've got a few athletes across um, W League. Uh, we've got triathletes, professional skiers, which is really cool. Then NRL W players. Skiers, wow. Yeah, I'm looking at AFL W at the moment. Shaz is a pro skier. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's So, uh, so you, just with the football, so do you like are you going like? Scouting these players or like what way does that work? Say, so, say so, I'm a young girl. You. I'm a young girl. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, do they approach you or do you go and say, "All right, I've seen this girl playing in in a game, and like uh, we'd like to have her on the agency." Like, yeah, it could can go explain either way. That? At the moment, because we're only we're pretty pretty young so far, we just you know what it's like to set up a business or, or anything. It takes time. Yeah. And I think what's important for us is just to set it up correctly before trying to just go crazy. Yeah. yeah. So we've got some great athletes, a part of the brand already. We've got amazing partners and sponsors already. And we are not interested in just trying to blow things out of the water. We just want to get it set up, get it really right, provide a lot of really good value, and then make sure that the people that you know work with us or alongside us you know, are happy. And a big part of it is really just like the community piece and having really strong long-term relationships. So... To date, it's been just conversations. You know, a lot of people have reached out to me and have been like, this looks amazing, would love to know more. How can I support? How can I help? Or if they're an athlete, how can I be a part of it? What can I do? Yeah. And for some of them, it's been like, cool, come on board now. Let's finalise things in October when, once X, Y and Z is all set up. And for other people, it's been like, okay, let's have a conversation at a later time. Or, you know, we've gone out and had a conversation with someone and been like, this is what it's about. Or, or how do you want to get involved sort of thing so it could work either way yeah, yeah. is Joel the one I'm going to be a side partner or what totally <laughs> 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 well it's up to the up to the bosses yeah we'll yeah. speak to Shane later on the head of podcast <laughs> <laughs> oh, no Ziggy we'll speak yeah. to Ziggy <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no it's it's really interesting because um, myself Jules and Shane we got back from California which was an incredible time we were just mm. talking about that off air and um, we were like what's next for Joel the one you know we're always looking to and, and and start new things and we started Jonas Football Management yeah. because we feel like boys and girls that there's not enough professional pathways not enough opportunities for people for players to be seen yeah. and there is some incredible incredible young talent in Australia totally. and you know you ask any young player that we work with uh, you know out of respect they all want to play overseas yeah. they all want to play in, in England or in Spain or Italy and that's obviously just because of what they see online but yeah. All young players, pretty much that we work with, have aspirations of going overseas. Yeah. And obviously, Shane's got an amazing playing professional background, myself and Jules. So, we we started Jonas Football Management to offer players even more a pathway. So it's yeah. it's very. I feel like we're on the same wavelength and yeah, in terms totally. of just helping helping these athletes out in Australia yeah. and giving them a, a, a platform, you know, because. It's just, it kills me when you see a, a good player that gets to a certain point and they run out of options and they quit. Yeah. And there's players like that in the UK where they get given that chance and then they run with it. Yeah. So totally. we started that and it'd be great to maybe work alongside, especially for our female athletes. Yeah, exactly. Because I, I know that a lot of players look up to you as a, you know, with your professional background as well, Gabe. Yeah, for sure. I think for us too, we want to be seen like as a bit of an aggregator for everything. You know, connecting the dots and giving that that holistic support to an athlete. You know, for me, when I was in the army, I was I was on borderline. I remember distinctively sitting in the office at one point, and I was I was googling, you know, female clubs overseas, and I just couldn't find any information or any pathway, importantly, on how to get there. Mm. And that was not too long ago. It was probably only five years ago, four or five years ago. And it's just like if I had that information or if I had that support, you know, I was ready to get out of the army at least for a year, two years. I could have put that on hold. 
um, or I could have left it all together and I would have very happily pursued, you know, a 10-year career overseas or something like that. But I just didn't have that there to support me. So I mm. think we do, to your point, Lee, we have, like, such an amazing, like, breeding ground, so to speak, of, like, of these amazing athletes, men and women. And it's just, like, you know, how do we support athletes to be the best athletes they can because at the end of the day it only makes our national team stronger it only makes football in Australia and all the systems stronger mm. it only increases participation rates and it only therefore grows the sport mm. but you can't really achieve those things if you don't have stuff in the detail you know at that in that individual level and, and all that inherent support so I think that's what's really important that's amazing yeah and it, it's just it's females only is it yeah female only, females only because the vision is to remove all the barriers facing women in sport and, and to make a global economic and social impact, meaning that females can be full-time athletes, which, you know, is probably only 25% at the moment that can be. So... Well, essentially, you have to be a national team player, right? Yeah, you really have to be At least in Australia to be. Yeah, to be. Yeah, totally. Which is, which is hard, yeah. Yeah. Well, we're starting to see all the pathways really open up now, which is amazing. That's it, yeah. Fair play to Yeah, totally. I like it. Go for it, man. I'm sure he's going to smash it. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Go for it, Mars. Yeah, um, from the um, from the outside looking in, obviously we used to coach together and stuff, and like obviously still friends and stuff on Instagram. But and, and whatever, all, only, Instagram. only Instagram, but not, not real life. Just, just, <laughs> all, Wait, let me just get my Instagram. Off. <laughs> but I've always said this. I said, get like, Gabe just like seems like you're doing something new every day. Like from from that's just me, like from the outside looking in. Like it seems like you've just got a mad busy life like one day you're lifting weights next minute <laughs> you're scoring free kicks and then yeah. next minute you're playing AFL grand finals it's like yeah. what? Well, when do you like when do you rest and stuff like that you just keep going it's, yeah it's crazy but it's then hard work I'm sure it's going to pay off for you yeah that's totally. the plan yeah, yeah. guys anyone that's just tuning in right now um, Gabe used to work for Jonah One on football training and that's how we sort of know each other but like you've already seen so far, is she's got a really interesting background in a lot of different uh, avenues and different careers, and that's why we thought it'd be really good for to get Mars on the podcast. Um, I'm gonna go straight into my segment, if that's all right, Hop. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Just before you go in, that make sure that the people on um, YouTube that feel free to send in some questions for Gabe and. Um, near the end we get to yeah actually uh, before yeah, I go into my segment just just in case someone's tuned in do you want to just give us a little bit of background just who you've played for professionally again Gabe yeah for sure so I played three seasons in the W League for Perth Glory yeah Brisbane Roar and Sydney FC yeah alright I'm going to ask a few questions on that which one was your favourite out of them three my favourite season yeah I'd have to say Perth for sure yeah I remember you smashing was it that, was that your most successful season most successful season yeah we won the premiership and then for me I experienced what it was like to be a full time athlete mm. where the other two seasons I had to juggle full time work so ah. Perth was amazing we, we had a, an amazing team and it was the most successful season the club's ever had as well and played, played alongside people like Sam Kerr Alana Kennedy Mackenzie Arnold Colette mm. McCallum all these girls that you know were either like Matilda's legends former or, or present and all amazing girls too and I think um, the camaraderie we had within the team was probably the best I've had out of all those teams as well. So. And that's why he's won? Probably, yeah, 100%. It's a massive thing. Who's, a, who's the best player you've played with? Best player I've played with? Probably Colette. Yeah. yeah. She's retired now, but she was just like phenomenal. What position? She was a midfielder. midfielder. Yeah, she played as a six, so she was like one Great of the position. greats. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, ha- yeah, go on. And how did you find the difference between... Sydney FC and say Perth where Perth was full time 
and then Sydney FC had to juggle a job. Like, how did you find that? Was it a huge difference? Yeah, I would say it was a big difference. Yeah, I and for me, I just like always thought about football and just wanted to be a player, and so I was never really completely invested in wanting to manage a full time job. <laughs> so you know, if I was able to play soccer full time, whatever that would have been preferable. And that's what I experienced at Perth. But Sydney FC was still great. Um, but I think personally and, and as a club and as a team, there was big differences, and I think that's why Perth was definitely the most enjoyable. So. And you played for North Shore Mariners last season. Yeah, the season just gone in the NPL. Yeah. What? Um. How did that go? I un- yeah, I understand. Yeah, we coach a lot. Yeah. Yeah, but you would have got a lot out of it, I believe, because I feel like when times aren't going so well, you learn a lot about yourself and you learn a lot about the team. Totally. Yeah, I think I posted I posted on Instagram just over the weekend because we actually won the Fair Play Award. In this, in the yeah, I've seen season, that. Which is really good. It was a really nice positive to finish the season on after a pretty rough season. But, you know, I said, it's really easy to turn up, it's really easy to lead, and it's really easy to be cohesive when things are going really well. But when they're not, that's when it's the real test of character. And I think you learn the most about yourself and, and about people and about the team too, when the times are tough. And as they say, adversity always builds the strongest character. Love that. I will say, um, like, I, like I said the off there as well, I was following some of the games, mm. and I knew you were back playing there. And I'll be honest, right, every week I'd look at the result, and then I'd kind of check the next week where you're still there. And like, I'll take my hat off. I don't have a hat on now, but I'll take my hat off to you. That to stick it out what you've done. Yeah, I know the true. team was struggling and that. Yeah. Like, but obviously you were someone that in that team, the girls looked up to and they needed. And then, so I just have fair play to you for, for doing that. Because as Lee said, it's, it's easy to turn up when things are going well. Yeah. But in football, 100%. it doesn't go, always go well. Yeah. And even in Australia, I've seen when things aren't going well, people... Like they so just jump off, wave, yeah. you know yeah, what I mean? Totally. And because it's so easy to go somewhere else, or you know, yeah. and no one really turns respect that. Yeah, yeah. so just, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Rhino, are you able to? We got a few highlights of Gabe playing last season. Um, <laughs> so uh, we have got we've got two videos. We'll just watch them and then we'll discuss some shots. Shots. Win the jam, Jim. Is it, is it a chance you can show that again, man? Just get a little replay going on of that there. No? Is it pie does? Come on, OBS. Don't do this to us. Don't do this to us now. Uh, maybe we can uh, go to the second video then, Ryan. If that's not good. Wait, what we got? Oh, Megs. Left foot as well? Yes. Wow. Same stack there, does it? You've got the same goal, no? That pitch is incredible. How many goals he scored last year? How many goals he scored last season? That's a banger, that dude. Yeah. Just quietly, I, I played the, I played at North Shore or North Bridge. What a pitch, eh? The setting of that pitch is phenomenal. It's like so beautiful. And then you have like the Sydney skyline. It's just so nice. Near the golf course, everything. Some bangers there, Gabe. Yeah. Tell you that, unbelievable, unbelievable. Um, yeah, so we're gonna. I've got. I think we've all got like some good, re- really good questions that we want to ask you. Yeah. Um, but I've got a segment prepared for Marzano. <laughs> um, and chat. Yeah, yeah. Definitely get comfy for this one, Marz. You know what I mean? Quick. This uh, my segment is quick fire question rounds. Yeah. You have five seconds to answer your questions. All right. And Shaz, 
Shaz is on the buzzer, so if you go past five seconds, we're moving on to the next question, all right? Because yeah. yeah. there is a few controversial ones in it. <laughs> so you'd be like, oh, no, you know. So I just want you to answer it. Five seconds. You can do it. You can do it before five. You've got, be got 20 questions as well. All right, quick fire segment. Quick fire question round with Gabe Marzano. Let's get the comment section up. Are you ready, Gabe? There's, there's 20 questions, by the way. Yeah, I three written down, so. Hey, 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 hey. All right, you ready? Start the clock now, please, Shaz Murray. This is... Three, uh, two, two, one. We talked about this one last week. Question number one, Messi or Ronaldo? Ronaldo. Nice game. Wow. Right, move on, move on. Oh, my God. Nice Nike or Adidas? Oh, you know what? Adidas. Oh, Even though we're Ronaldo fans. Oh, my God. Sam Kerr or Alex Morgan? Sammy, for sure. Oh. Pizza or pasta? Both. You can't do that. Come on, why not? It's or in the middle. Pizza, pizza or, or pasta? All right. Pizza. Yeah, good. This too hot or too cold? Too cold. AFL or football? Football. Yeah, I like yeah. that. <laughs> Net- <laughs> Your podcast- you answered that before I even asked it. Yeah. That was quality. Podcast would have been cut. Yeah. <laughs> if Gabe was an AFL, I would have shut the shop down. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, I've lost where I am. Netflix or YouTube? YouTube. Ooh, interesting. While walking, music or podcast? Podcast. Oh, kick on! Lovely plug there from Gabe. <laughs> um, uh, big party or small gathering? Now probably small gathering. Yeah, <laughs> but when you were not time, time yeah. to change it. Shots. Time. Times are changing. Shots <laughs> 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 is comedy gold. Oh, my mum's online. Hey, Trace, what's going Tracy. on? Tracy! Right, Morning, we'll, Tracy. We'll answer, that, we'll answer that question in a minute, Trace. Stay um, in bed, Trace. Work hard or play hard? Work hard. Ooh. <laughs> TV shows or movies? Movies. This is a big one, next one. Big one. Ready. Lampard or Gerard? Ooh. Gerard. Yes. That's sneaking under radar, that question. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is quite... No, yeah, no. yeah, I didn't put that one through hop. You'll be, be in the office with me, bro. <laughs> 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 um, right, I put this one in off the top of my head. Your agency to be super successful or scoring in the World Cup final for the Matildas? Oh, gosh. Yeah, I thought Five, I'd get you on that one. Four, four three, three, two, two one. She's going to let it run in. Agency to be successful. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. I knew I'd get it. It was over five the selfish one. Because I know but when we were... It's over five seconds, it doesn't count. Yeah, because <laughs> I know when we were doing sessions, that was one of your big goals. I put it in there. Yeah. Favorite movie? Um, These are tough to answer in five seconds, so I'll give you ten yeah. seconds on this. Oh, five. Limitless. Ooh, oh, that's, a good, that's a good movie. Favorite TV show? Don't have one. Oh man, yeah. what's your biggest pet peeve? Ooh, this is interesting. Inefficiencies. Oh. Slow, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> I like that. Anything that slows me down. <laughs> Slow drivers. <laughs> oh, my God. Bad, well, you'll hear about it as well. Bad first oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't look at me and Jules running then at full speed. <laughs> <laughs> Slow. 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 Yeah. Give me the water to feet. Motorcycle. Ball moves. Nah, no tackles. Uh, what is your favourite hobby? Hobby? Mm. Walking. Define hobby? Yeah, like you can't choose like AFL or football, you know. Like, yeah. do you like listen to music or reading? chilling? Yeah, yeah I'd cooking. 
You like reading? Yeah. Love a book, do you? Yeah. Love a book. <laughs> Big fan of a book myself. <laughs> <laughs> you actually no, never read a page. I've, 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 I've read one book in my life. <laughs> it was about a jockey. You know. About a jockey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no bands. You, you <laughs> class as a jockey as well, Shane. <laughs> oh wow! I was looking into it last year, but leave that for another. Uh, two more questions, Gabe. Uh, where would you go if you were invisible? Like, where wouldn't I go? <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Tough question to answer in ten seconds. What? Where so would you go, Tess? Everywhere. You're invisible. Invisible. Now there'd yeah. be a few everywhere. places. Like, I'd love to go to like Liverpool dressing room or something. You know, half time or something like you that. Go to both dressing rooms. <laughs> so anywhere in the world, you just like to go to Liverpool. Yeah, well, I'm just thinking off the top of my head, there, Shaz. Yeah, no. Fair <laughs> it's enough. Yeah. It's I a tough one. So. <laughs> uh, and then the last one. Yeah. Marriage and broke or single and rich. Well, I have to go marriage and broke. Yeah, <laughs> I have to oh, go. Kai was in the back. <laughs> 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 Thank you for listening. Love it, love it. And that's my quick fire question round game. I thought you did very well. Yeah, yeah, I thought you did very well. Um, there was a good question on there, Rhino. I think it was from my mum. Yeah? Hey, Trace, hey, what's Tracy. going on? Uh, are you finding it difficult to make your connections just for women? What you're doing is inspirational. Making connections, like in the sense of giving them pathways and that kind of thing. I'm really Tracy, you're still online. You're still online. You're still online. Do you know what? Just on, like, just yeah. on the connections and like the network thing, I actually said to Kayla the other day. I feel like my whole <laughs> life, I've just, you know, inadvertently created this perfect network for what we want to achieve. From playing the W League or like working as as one of the executive members on the PFA and just like meeting you guys, you know, all these different people that I know. Um, it's just like. It's just the perfect network that I have to, to be able to reach out or to showcase something for people to reach in and, um, you know, actually provide opportunities for women or, or try and make or, or influence a positive change in the game. So I'm um, not finding it too difficult at the moment, but, you know, I think in Australia, I was having this conversation this morning, I'll probably come across a lot of tall poppy syndrome, which I know that you're not um, unfamiliar with at Jonah. You know, people that, you know, tall poppy syndrome where people try and just cut you down at the knees for being successful, mm. trying to make good and that kind of thing. So I'm expecting that to happen, but I'm not really finding it too difficult to make connections, but I certainly have the end goal in mind and the vision, which I think um, isn't, it's not very, it's a pretty selfless <laughs> ambition to be fair, so. That's so true. I just want to talk on that, actually, and maybe give you a bit of advice, because obviously um, we get that a lot, don't we, Shane? We get that a lot where people just try and shut us down. They, yep. they write us off before they even get to know us. You know, there is a lot of jealousy in the modern world, I feel. Um, and the biggest bit of advice is I try my best just to cut it all out. Yeah. But sometimes but voice. sometimes it can get frustrating because you're trying to just do the right thing. Yep. And people can't see that yep. sometimes. So yeah. it, that, that can be frustrating. Um, I think what's always important, which I know you have, Lee, is to always have a really solid support network around you. Mm. And it's only usually a handful of people, but they're the people that will, that will stick with you through the end and support you directly or indirectly mm. you know caroline has been there from day one that i know gave you a bit of a shove and you got yeah. the guys sitting next to you which i know yeah will the boys go the have been class you. to be fair yeah and that's the stuff that when the times get really tough you know that you've got that right there to keep you going 100 you know, if you have an end goal in mind that you know is for the greater good i think and you always do the right thing then there's nothing that can stop you so that's it you just gotta believe in what you're doing as well yeah like, and that's yeah, why yeah. i think i like that one that's why we've kind of like even probably about a year or two years ago we had a like a proper meeting yeah and we sat down and then we said like like where do we want to go here and then ever since then i think we've tried to obviously 
get to the next level, do you know what I mean? And yeah. believe in more and more what we're doing and try and grow, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's, totally. I remember that day, actually. Mm. Yeah. I think what you said about having that support network, because that day we actually asked each other, especially, obviously, Lee asked me and Shane, he said, very like simply are you here for the long run or not yeah and that's when we like we all realized that we had the same idea the same goal yeah. and we wanted to stick together and yeah. that's when everything kind of changed and we are where we are now but and we continue to grow <coughs> yeah but you need to have people around you in your business that believe the same as you you know yep. I mean? that don't want to just dip in and try and be successful off you guys and then you know once once that got booms or whatever then yeah. they'll jump yeah so you need to kind of find out yeah to get the right people around People, people always want to copy what success looks like as well. Mm. Mm. And it's not as easy as things look. Either. No way. No way. So, you know, you guys know more than anyone does that it's... People think it's easy just to do one-on-one coaching. Mm. And there's so much that goes into it. There's so much in building a brand. There's so much in building a business. Because you've tried it as well, you know. Yeah, it's, totally. It's, yeah, yeah it's, it's, that's definitely, um, you know, for me, it's, I've had a lot of stressful times running Joan one-on-one. Yeah. But it right now it's right now it's at the best place it's ever been. Yeah. You know the two boys right by my side. Going to California was a real wake up call for us three. It was like wow, we've just travelled the other side of the world. Mm. Had over eighty players on a camp. Our private session is fully booked. Yeah. We got everything handed to us, didn't we? VIP here. This we got treated like kings, yep. and it was like yeah. we're just coaches, yep. and we were just lucky enough to showcase it online. And it was it was mad, and now we've just sort of kept that ball rolling, like we're going to Miami. And, yeah. But back to the connections, I feel like it is massive. Um, like when we went to California, like we everything grew. Like we had like five thousand followers, like that on Instagram. It's because when you network with with the right people, the right people, yeah. It's it it's so like we, I still want to connect with still so many, so many more. people because. Yeah. It's great, you know, we, we connected well with Mike from Troy Girl Soccer. That guy did so much for us. Yeah. And it's like, that's a friend for life now. Yeah. And we're going back to California again. Yeah. And we're going to look to travel the world. We, we want to travel the world with John 101. Yeah. We want to go to, like, the UK. We want to go to... Cold! Southeast Asia. We're going to yeah. travel the world. You're coming, Mars, or what? 100%. Yeah. I, I want to ask quickly, I know that you've got a shoot in a while, but... Um, what? How did you find coaching when you were with us? Yeah, I love um, it. No, be honest, you can yeah. hammer us. Like, <laughs> this is, like, Go I've, I've always said this about the I podcast. I heard it Tuesdays when Shane came down from Canberra. Yeah. 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 But um, yeah, be honest, tell me how you felt. Yeah, because a lot of people don't see what goes on behind the scenes. Yeah. I.e. getting up at 4 a.m. or speaking to parents. Yeah. Everything, you know, setting up, packing yeah. up, all that yeah. type of stuff. I think coaching is like one of the most rewarding things and the relationships you can establish with the players is second to none. And then when you've got a good group of coaches around you, it's super enjoyable. Um, it's not easy though waking up really early every morning and, and turning up every day and doing that. And, you know, there's a lot that goes into the session planning and it's a nightmare to arrange admin and organise sessions and that kind of thing. So that's probably a big thing. It's just trying to always optimise that. And you were playing for Sydney FC at the time as well. Yeah, totally. And I think for me, like, I would have loved to come into Jonah 101 as a coach potentially later on than when I did. I think I jumped the gun a little bit too quickly. And for me, you know, I was working army full-time at that point as well, so it was a lot to manage. And that was well, yeah, And it's just, like, it was just too much. And I think I, 
I overcommitted myself too much, and that's probably Shane. You, you know, making the joke earlier on about always seeing me doing something different. It's just like because I'm so open-minded and willing just to try new things that can sometimes be a bit of a disadvantage in the past. Whereas you know, if I just take my time and be patient, which I haven't historically been, but I'm now so much better at. It's like things just take time, and things take a lot more time than people realize as well. Yeah. And there's always the right time for things. You know, I would have been able to give so much more to Jonah One One to all the players that I coached and to myself and my own lifestyle if I had have just done it at the right time. But, you know, I didn't. So that's yeah. lesson learned, right? And it's just like I took a lot of positives from that. I have a lot of really good relationships from that. And I'm still, you know, able to reach out at any point, 100%. which is amazing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if, if I if just put my ducks in a row a little bit more and, and, and thought about it that little bit longer, and maybe if the business was a bit more mature and that kind of thing as well, who yeah. knows where it would have taken me or, or us. But um, I had a really enjoyable experience, anyways, and I like love you guys to death, and I'll always be a big supporter of Jonah One One. So <laughs> you know, so no, I've like, you know, it's all you know, always advocate for you guys, yeah. and there's still a lot of girls sure. that you know reach out and you know, I only have good things to say. <clears> so yeah, it's coaching isn't for everyone though, as well. You know, some that, that's that's the thing. Totally. You you, yep. you, you got to find your passion at yep. some point. You know, yep. so yeah, for sure, it's a big one. No, that's amazing. Love it, man. Um, last thing for me is what's the future of a game what does the future look like yeah so a lot of it is uh just continuing to learn about myself and and setting in place all those goals that i want to achieve long term a lot of the business build around the best creative which is going to be a lot of fun and a big journey and as well you know we're not going to change the narrative overnight it's definitely going to be a generational thing so that's a 20 30 year play mm. uh, it's not something that's going to happen in five years um which seems like a long time to people but it's really not and then, yeah, focusing on being an athlete again for the next couple of years and then just enjoying my life. So, yeah. Love it, Mars. Jules? Um, I actually did have one question. It's not really football related, but I know you moved to America yeah. a while back, right? How long were you there for? I was in America for about four or five months. Okay. Yeah. How yeah. come? Because I thought, again, this is just looking from the outside. I thought you were going to stay there a little bit more long term. Why did you come back? Yeah. I was planning on staying over there for two years. Went okay. over there to help a friend. Where, where, where were you? Washington, D.C. Washington. Yeah. yeah, so I went over there to help a friend with his startup, and then um, it just was a really bad work-life balance. And I just met Kayla a couple of weeks before that too, so threw a bit of a spanner in the works. Okay. Um, and then there was a few other things that happened behind the scenes, which was kind of oversold the role as well, and just like didn't work out. So I decided for my own, you know, for my own happiness, importantly, and I had to just really be introspective about the way that I was feeling over there and the environment that I was in. Just had to make a decision to come back. And this is really home for me. Like, I love being here. I love being my own person. And I love the life that I started to create. And, you know, I'm, I'm only relatively new to Sydney too. I've only lived here for three or four years. So, yeah. you know, it's all part of the journey. Mm. And I think, um, again, opportunities come up in life, but you have to just be a bit more calculated and really weigh them up. And for mm. me, it was just, I was feeling a little bit lost after coming out of the army and an opportunity came to the surface with somebody that I trusted at the time. And, you know, I made a decision to go over there, but it didn't work out. And I think a lot of people in those situations can either stay there and be unhappy, but it takes a lot of strength to, to sit back and say, no, this really isn't right. Let's mm. make a change and then deal with the repercussions afterwards. And that wasn't easy, but big learning big learnings curve anyways. And um, for what it was worth, it was nice to be over there, but I'm actually super happy I'm back. So. Yeah. Love it, yeah. nice. I, like that. I know it sounds cliched, but I think yeah. it's important to take those opportunities as a, as a learning curve, right? Yeah, Which exactly. is good. Not yeah. many people take that. Yeah. take bad bad situations that, or, or bad yeah. experiences as, as an opportunity to learn a lot of people just feel sorry for themselves and like oh why is this happening to me and yeah. you could have come back here and just been down yeah exactly but, no, I respect yeah. that. 
But I reckon, like, you're the type of, and I think a lot of us here, we are the type of person that um, kind of tries to put other people before you, and a lot of times, and sometimes, obviously, that stage of your life where you had to go, all right, I maybe have to think about myself now. Yeah. And, like, for me, you've always got to be happy in what you're doing. And yeah. If you're, not, if you're not happy doing it, then... What's the point? Yeah, don't, don't yeah. just suffer for someone else or, or for a job or something. Yeah. You've got to be happy or else you won't be able to do what yeah. you're trying to do there. Yeah. You know? Rhino, is Jules still not speaking into his microphone? He's doing yeah. all right today, Rhino. Yeah, 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 yeah love it. Um, Mars, honestly, I feel like we could be here for five hours. Um, but I have got one last question I want to ask you before you head out. Yeah. Uh, you've been an, an amazing guest. This has been an unbelievable podcast, by the way. I'm really looking forward to posting this on Thursday as well. Um, my last question for you, Mars, yeah. is what piece of advice would you give for any young... It doesn't have to be female, but I'm going to say female because you're yeah. very well known in the female world of football. Yeah. What advice would you give to any young athletes that may watch this video or listen to the podcast that want to play professional? Yeah, firstly, it really is about believing in yourself. If you don't believe in yourself, nobody else will. And then you just work super hard to get there. Yeah. It's super simple. Yeah. No, There's no better formula than hard work. Yeah. That's the reality in anything, man. Yeah. Love I it. think as you get older, you realise that, right? Yeah, and go for it too, right? Yeah. Like, you know, it's like that old cliche, like, you, you do only have one life. But, like, why not go after the things that you want to do and the dreams that you want to live out? You just got to work it out and just get there. 100%. Yeah. I remember starting Journal 1, I was so scared, but I just, just did it. Yeah. Just jumped in the deep end and now, now I'm here with, with Shaz. Head it scare you, but it's not worth it, mate. Yeah, exactly. Carolina pushed me, but... <laughs> if your dreams don't scare you, it's not big enough. That Apparently, that's the thing. That's what I was going for, though, Shaz. Yeah, I was no. trying to make my own one. <laughs> Shaz, one thing that I like about you is you're always in the Jonah gear, you know? Yeah. You're, I was repping. You're always repping. <laughs> he had to go at me before because I was wearing something else, so I had to put it on. Do you go to bed in it as well? What about this guy? I oh, know, he does what he wants. Does what well, he Nike FC, bruh. Stay with me. Does what he wants. <laughs> yeah, bruh. Hello Love from it. Thailand, from... Guy, uh, yeah? Guys, actually, that's what we'll do just before we end the, uh, end the podcast. There. If you want to yeah. get your questions in, get them in now if you're still there. Might, a, lot of people, a lot of people might have flicked Fernando off. Fernando Azeguera, my team revived 20 goals in four games this weekend. My team what? Revived 20. <laughs> revived. It's got nothing to do with gay, but yeah, yeah we'll, we'll crack on. He had a big weekend. Guys, if you're still there now. Received. It says received, what are you I think. on the air? Juice? Coffee? <laughs> Hello from Thailand, love it. <laughs> We're drinking air. Guys, we've got Gabe for maybe five more minutes. If you want to get any good questions in for Mars, flick them in now. I know Tracy Jones, you're still online. James Pelletier. James Pelletier class. said class, Gabe. Love it. When, when is Jasper it? coming on the podcast? <laughs> Jasper is actually banned from this house. <laughs> actually, I think if we actually look downstairs, he's probably sleeping on the sofa. <laughs> he's sneaked in. Shaz, is he paying for rent, by the way? <laughs> yeah. Just nah, a <laughs> I've seen a couple of hilarious videos of Jasper. <laughs> Honestly, the guys are Baz as well, or no? Nah, who's nah. Baz? Baz. <laughs> <laughs> you know Baz, George? Never heard of him. Baz's supposed to be coming to Miami at this rate. He hasn't even got his toe on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> Loves it. Loves it. Any questions coming in? Any questions coming in? Rhino, has everything gone smooth sailing today, my friend? Yeah. It really has, hasn't it? Love it. Rhino's got under control. Gabe, yeah, we do this with everyone, Gabe. Uh, do you have any shout-outs you want to give on the on the potty? Shout-outs? I don't know. Just no, to finish so. off. Well, I'll give a few mid, mid-conversations. Yeah, give a few plugs. <laughs> yeah. I'll get a couple of five-second snippets and just post them on the Instagram. Yeah, love it. <laughs> Jules, any shout-outs? I'll come back to you, Gabe, if you yeah. think of any. We do it every week. 
Um, Jules, any shout outs? Because normally people like ask about the poddies and we give them a little shout out, you know? Yeah, yeah. Nice. Nice. I actually don't have anyone this week. No, you normally come with a, with a shout yeah, out as well. I've got none this week. I was Raging. Thinking, yeah. Raging. Shaz? On the babies no, last I'm, night, I forgot about it. You're dead. This week as well, yeah. yeah. You're gone. Yeah, I'm gone. Yeah, me and Shaz were razzling this weekend, so I'm not Shout out to Leeds for winning last night. Come on, Leeds. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out it. to Arsenal for bottling again. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Guys, we're going to end it there. Um, just please do us a massive favor. Make sure you like, 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 subscribe, comment. Um, if you're on iTunes right now, make sure you um, give us a rating, five star. Otherwise, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not interested to be honest. If it's not five star, and if you're on YouTube, we are here every Monday YouTube live, so we can interact with all of our followers. I just want to touch on that. We're actually 400 subscribers away from 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. Um, for me, YouTube is harder to build audience than any other platform. So. As soon as we get that 100k subscriber plaque, it's going clean on the wall there, and it's going to be the first thing that people see when they're coming. Who's going to be that 100,000? Oh, I don't know. know. Probably a fake account. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're going to be doing a massive 100k giveaway just for I'd let everyone know. Not telling you what it is, but I've been keeping them for a long, long time. Love it. Shaz knows. Uh, Shaz knows what uh, it is. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. I don't want to know. Yeah. (laughs) Jules, you know, you're not hop, so you don't know. Anyway, guys, I just want to give a last shout out to Gabe Marzano. Follow her on Instagram, by the way, at Gabe Marzano and at Best Creative. Yeah. Fantastic. Follow her on Instagram. She actually is comedy gold. I mean, not quite as good as my Dilf Club going on at the minute. But nah, nah, you can't beat the Dilf Club. Jules is even considering just having a child just so he could join. Four hundred dollar joining fee for you though. <laughs> because you're so good looking, you'll take my spot. You'll take my top spot. Fair enough. Yeah, Fair you're enough. dead right. I'll take that. Shaz, <laughs> make sure you don't have a kid, Shaz. You're not good looking. Unless you're not known. Two absolute belters here every Monday on Instagram. Having themselves. Gabe, you're a legend. Thanks very much. Gabe, you're a legend. Over and out. Thanks, legend. Thanks, All the best. Take See you care. Next week. Over and out. Kick to the kick to the kick. Make sure you all follow us on our social media platforms at Jonah101FootballTraining, at Jonah101Tech. And for any inquiries, head to our website, Jonah101FootballTraining.com.